Hi everyone, this is Shannon Waller here and welcome to the next Team Success Podcast. One of the things that I get asked a lot is what I mean by managing up. So I talk about this in the Team Success Handbook and entrepreneurs have asked me and team members have asked me. So I really want to expand on it today and give you a few cues that if you're someone who needs to manage up, what to do. And if you're someone who employs people who are trying to manage up, then how you can be responsive to that and not resistant. So let's start with what I mean by managing up. One of the things that's really true for people working in an entrepreneurial organization is that usually you're not given all the information that you need. You have to go find it out. You have to be resourceful. So it's the number one characteristic that Dr. Brad Smart talks about in top grading. If you're an A player, the number one characteristic is to be resourceful. I love that. I think it's fabulous coaching. When I first read that, I thought, hmm, I'm going to start to use that. So I started to ask myself when I got stuck, which does happen <laughs> fairly often, actually, how can I be more resourceful about this? And immediately, it was kind of amazing. I'd think of people to talk to or someone I could call or something I could look up on the internet. I'd think about some way where I could move ahead, whereas before I was stuck. So it got me unstuck from a lot of different things. So part of managing up is to be resourceful and look out for the other types of information that you need. It also means looking out for the company and for the person that you're working with or for and for your other team members. So managing up means not just expecting everyone else to hand what you need over to you. It's not like here's the path to one, two, three, four, five, etc. That's not how it works. And if you're working currently for entrepreneurial organizations, know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, you've asked what the destination is, and they're like, well, it's kind of over there, I think. <laughs> and you have to kind of figure out how to make that happen. So managing up really means paying attention to three things. So here's the step-by-step -step thing that you can do, process that you can go through. And that is, let's just assume you're going to manage up to your team leader, your entrepreneur, could even be a client for that matter you're really going to look out for where is it that they want to go? What does their future hold? What are they trying to get to? Why are they doing what they're doing? Why is such a powerful question to ask? If you've not watched the TED Talk by Simon Sinek, S-I-N-E-K, start with why, run well, after this presentation. Next thing you do, go to TED Talks and look him up. Because the power of starting with why is really important. So find out the why of the person that you're talking to. Why are they up to this project? Why are they pursuing this type of client? Why are they doing this type of project? Find out what their goals are around that. And then what you want to do next is find out what their what we call their dangers are. So a danger is something that they're worried about. If you don't know what the concerns or anxieties or issues are that people are dealing with, you're not going to be able to create value and solve them. So a huge part of managing up is really being aware of what the concerns are, what the dangers are. So at Coach, I work really closely with co-owner Bab Smith, co-owner with Dan Sullivan, and Babs and I have frequent conversations about what she's concerned about with the company, where we're going, what are the obstacles to getting there, and all of that conversation means that between the two of us, I can be her strategic partner and figure out how to help her, or in most cases, how to help us move ahead. I love those types of conversations, and so does she. In fact, we just had one this morning. So managing up means not just doing my own little thing and my own little path. It means looking ahead a lot further and looking ahead to what are someone else's concerns? How can I help with those? The next thing to pay attention to are what opportunities are in front of you. By the way, the more you pay attention to these things, the safer your job will be. 
I don't even like the word job, the safer your role will be, the more value you're creating. So this will definitely benefit you. Even though you're paying attention to someone else, it comes back to benefit you. So the next thing you want to pay attention to, as I said, is opportunity. What are they excited about? What are they jazzed about? Where's their momentum that you can tap into and help move forward even faster? By paying attention to what people see as opportunities, you can then see how you can add to that, how you can add some information, some technology, some skill, some resources, and that's managing up. Managing up, again, is just not staying in your own little world, but looking at, okay, what do other people need? What's the bigger picture here? And the last part of managing up, which, by the way, is probably what the fewest number of people actually do, is to reinforce people's strengths. So our formula here is dangers, opportunities, and strengths, which we call DOS, different version of DOS if you were in the early age of computing. And strengths really has to do with what are people already doing well? What are they successful at? What I love about our current world, especially the work world, is there is now the field of positive psychology, because it turns out that psychology up until about, I would say, the year 2005, had to do, anytime you talked about psychology, it actually had to do with pathology. What was wrong with people or what was wrong with people's thinking, their mental well-being? Well, we didn't study what worked and what was right. And so the School of Positive Psychology, which Martin Seligman and Donald O. Clifton from StrengthsFinder and lots of other authors have been a part of, positive psychology is like, you know what? We're going to get a lot further, a lot faster by having people play to their strengths, not fix their weaknesses. And one of the things that Dan Sullivan's always said, he says, if you work on your weaknesses for a really long time, what you get are really strong weaknesses, which I love. To me, it always makes me laugh. So the point here is that the more that you are reinforcing the other person's strengths, which by the way, all of us have a limited number of strengths. I know there's a few things that I am really, really good at and far more that I frankly should not do. Bad things happen when I do them. So I can be really confident in the area where I'm strong and very humble about all of my quote unquote non-strengths and which all of us have too. So the more we can reinforce the person that we're working for or with strengths and we support them to do what they're best at, that creates enormous opportunity for us to contribute how we create value and contribute what our strengths are. And that's what I'm really describing here is a value creation relationship. This is what companies do with clients. This is what you in fact do with your clientele. You help eliminate their dangers. You help maximize their opportunities and reinforce their strengths. But to take that down in a more micro level, this is what you need to do to create value in your relationship with your entrepreneur, with your team leaders, and frankly, with the other team members too. This is what managing up means. It means that you are not just doing your little tasks, but you're looking up and saying, okay, what are other people's dangers? What are other people's opportunities? What are other people's strengths? And how can I help them? And out of that, I have to tell you, it will create enormous opportunity for you to contribute. And when you show up as someone who manages up, then you're like, wow, this person has got what we call batteries included. This person is alert to what needs to happen. I want to give this person more responsibility. I want to give them more opportunity. They are part and parcel of what we need to help this company grow. So this is kind of a success path that I'm talking about, which is really my mission, as you can probably tell. So I want everyone to think about what are the dangers you need to be paying attention to, the opportunities and their strengths. Now I wanna flip it for a moment. So all of us have an opportunity to manage up. Even the owner of the company can do that with their clientele. But also if you've got someone underneath you, just to use that for a moment, 
who do you need to be so that you can actually be managed? Because <laughs> that takes two. If you're not open or not coachable or only want people to do their tasks, then you're actually not going to get the benefit of someone who manages up. So the last thing I want to talk about is what that mindset is. So again, it goes back to focusing on your strengths and having a lot of permission and a lot of openness to say, okay, these things I'm really great at. When I do these, I win. The company wins. I create enormous value. I get a ton of energy. I'm not stressed out. I'm not drained. I'm not nasty to be around. My communication's at the best level. All of those things. And realize that that's actually a fairly narrow circle. In Strategic Coach, we call that unique ability. But outside of that, you can be very humble about other people's ability to do things better than you can. This is not about your ego. This is about your capability level. And so if for you to be able to focus on your unique ability, really the skill then is to develop teamwork with other unique abilities so they can free you up to do all the stuff you don't want to do. It's not that you try and be super capable or superman or superwoman doing everything. It's like, oh, you know what? I'm going to focus on a few things and then really leverage myself and leverage other people because you're going to do things for them that they don't want to do. This is a reciprocal relationship so that all of us can be in our area of unique ability. But if you don't look at things that way, if you look at things from more of a status issue or a power issue, you're never actually going to be fully supported by people who are trying to manage up. So you need to be open to that and give people permission because they want to know that you're cool with this so that, again, people can actually create value for you. I just had the opportunity to interview Dave Logan, co-author of one of my very favorite books and number one New York Times bestselling book called Tribal Leadership. That's also on the website if you want to check that out. Highly recommend it. And one of the things he talks about is really when someone is at stage three of a tribe, it's like, I'm great, you're not. It's all about them. It's all about how hard they work and how much they try and how not so great everyone else is. But stage four tribal leadership, which I have to tell you is hundreds of times more profitable and hundreds of times more productive, literally <laughs> three to 400% increase in revenue and profit is what people get from going to stage four, just saying, is that that's where we're great. That's when it's not just all about you, it's also about other people. So again, lots of great information if you want to check out DaveLogan.com to support what I'm saying. That's really where it's not just about you, it's about the bigger picture. So this whole thing goes together. Managing up means you also have to be willing to be managed up and supported. And I have to tell you the freedom that's available when you do that. All of a sudden, you don't have to do it all yourself. You just know you need to put the right people around you, start things with conversations. I had a fabulous opportunity this week to talk with two of my other colleagues, and I wanted to create this opportunity, and I couldn't do it all. And I knew that if we can get the three of us together and ask some questions between the teamwork and the conversation with the three of us, we could come up with a solution. And we came up with this fabulous plan, great set of questions to talk with our clients. It's going to create huge amounts of opportunity. And all it took was getting people in the room to have a great conversation. I knew I didn't have to come in with the answers. I just had to come in with a couple questions. That is fun. And I have to say, it's a lot easier. But again, if I just thought I had to figure it all out, then there's no way I would have been open to that conversation. So in closing, I want to coach you to manage up. I want to coach you to be manageable, <laughs> if that makes sense, and to really take your teamwork and your team success to the next level. So thank you very much for listening. Look forward to the next episode. And as always, I really support your increased and powerful team success. Thank you.